Unlock a new era in podcasting with Unfiltered Studios. Ready to break free from the ordinary? Dive into a world where authenticity meets innovation. Our network isn't just about podcasts. It's a revolution. From nostalgia to movies, sports to self-improvement, find your favorite podcast in an array of diverse shows. Only at Unfiltered Studios. Join the movement. Subscribe to Unfiltered Studios today and join the podcasting revolution. Unfiltered Studios, where every voice finds its place. Visit unfpod.com today to find your favorite show. Unfiltered Studios. We'll help you press record. Have you ever come across an odd myth, strange story, weird history, or something that just made you scratch your head and say to yourself, you know, I'd love to know a little bit more about that. Well, you're in luck, and you're in the right place listening to the right podcast, because this is the story of... Welcome to the next episode of the Story of Podcast, where each week we choose a historical topic, we research it independently, we share nothing with each other, we meet back up to discuss what we have found, and that is the episode that you are listening to tonight. I am Smith. I'm Mike. And I'm Joe. Hey guys, hey, Happy New Year! This is the first episode of the New Year! Happy New Year. Happy New Year, y'all. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome back. First episode... Yeah, guys, welcome back. Uh, I hope everybody's new year was good and safe. And obviously, we are all here. You guys all have your appendages. Yes, we all have arms and legs and fingers. Good. All right. Nobody's got COVID. No COVID. We all had jazz hands there. Nobody can see, but we all had jazz hands. (laughs) We did. We totally did jazz hands. (laughs) I love jazz hands. There's always a place in every conversation for jazz hands. So. Oh, yes. All right. Let's go into it. I believe this was my baby. So I will uh, I will lead yeah. us into it. Tonight's topic, tonight's discussion is presidents and their UFO or alien encounters. And this is uh, a story that I've wanted to tell for a long time. So we're going to get uh, right into it. So mine has to do with President Dwight Eisenhower, who was the 34th president of the United States from 1954 to 1961. World War II buffs, you guys will know that he was the Supreme Allied Commander. Uh, all that good stuff helped us to defeat the Nazis, uh, and and yay for that. Now, this particular story goes back to 1954, and it's February 20th, 1954. So Eisenhower is on vacation in Palm Springs, California. Uh, kind of weird, too, because he was not an, a president that was known for going on vacation a lot. I mean, as you can imagine, he was a you know, a, a five-star general, right? This dude was was all business. And he had just got back from vacation in Georgia where he was uh, quail shooting for a week. So, you know, from all reports that I had found too, this was kind of like a hastily put together type of uh, vacation. It was, you know, put together kind of last minute and he rolls out. And just to make things uh, more intriguing as well, just to kind of, Muddy the waters a little bit, too. In the night, uh, or on the night in question, 
the Associated Press, when they discovered that Eisenhower was gone from his retreat, reported that, quote, President Eisenhower died tonight of a heart attack in Palm Springs. And then two minutes later, the AP retracted that bulletin uh, and reported that he was still alive. So just to kind of like throw some more wrenches of weirdness into this story um, in the, the midst of all of this, uh, apparently Eisenhower was reported to have been dead. Uh, and then they come back. All right. So what are the facts of the case? These are facts that we cannot dispute. Eisenhower was on a golf vacation in Palm Springs on February 20th, 1954. After dinner that night, uh, he leaves, right? And he leaves what's called the, the Smoking Tree Ranch. That was the place that he was staying. Next morning, he attends a church service in Los Angeles. Um, and uh, that also his uh, spokesperson um, announces that he had visited a dentist, Dr. Purcell, the previous night because he had chipped a tooth while eating chicken wing dinner that night. So, right, nothing crazy, okay? Uh, he did have a, uh, a, a history of issues with this particular tooth. It's tooth number nine. It's the incisor on the left-hand side in the upper, uh, upper portion of the mouth. Um, so what the hell happened? Well, the story goes that he ends up, he doesn't go to the dentist. No, 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 no. The story goes that he ends up at Edwards Air Force Base on a mission to speak with an alien race known as the Nordics. Have you guys ever heard of the Nordics before? Anybody familiar with them? No. Not till this no. uh, research. Okay. Yeah. So the Nordics, if there are any UFO buffs out there, it's a well-known uh, alien race um, that's you know talked about in the UFO community. Uh, they are, uh, apparently, they, they, they use telepathic communication uh, they are very um, uh, tall. They have like long, blondish, whitish hair. They are very pale-skinned, blue eyes. They uh, essentially they look like what Nordic people kind of look like. Now the story goes that these Nordics offered to share their superior technology, okay, and their spiritual wisdom. Now these are very spiritual beings. If Ike, which is the nickname of Eisenhower. Uh, if Ike agrees to eliminate America's nuclear weapons. Now, um, they are afraid that uh, the United States may use our technology, our super, you know, our, our superior nuclear technology, uh, and may, you know, blow up the world, which apparently would have some sort of effect on time and space uh, and would impact other extraterrestrial, uh, extraterrestrial races on other planets, right? They just, they can't have planets being destroyed, right? They don't like Death Stars and things like that. Now, of course, this being 1954, what do you guys say? What do, what, what do you think? Does Eisenhower go along with this? I would say probably not, yeah. unless the Soviets did. <laughs> okay, yes, exactly. <laughs> Hell no, absolutely not, because we are, right, we are knees deep, balls deep, right, in in the, uh, in, in the, the, uh, the Cold War, right, the, um, Space race, all of that stuff. So he's like, nah, I'm good, right? He doesn't want to give up the nukes. Interestingly enough, March 1st, which is, what, the next week or so, uh, the United States will perform its first nuclear test of a dry fuel hydrogen bomb at Bikini Atoll under the name of Castle Bravo. Didn't go according to expectations. Um, Joe, maybe you can help discuss this part. The test resulted in a 15 megaton yield while the, uh, the predictions were 
for a six megaton yield. What, what does that mean? Yeah, they they severely they severely underestimated the um, <clears throat> impact of the weapon. Um, I I don't want to get into the physics of it too much, but they they didn't predict a secondary reaction that was occurring. They predicted the first part of the f- uh, fission, which was supposed to ignite a fusion reaction, but that led to a secondary fusion reaction that was not being predicted, which doubled, almost doubled or more the uh, the yield of the the detonation. Awesome. So it was All a right. massive uh, massive fuck up, basically. Yeah. Thankfully, it was just a test, though. <clears throat> which essentially, right, kind of, you know. Hey, man, what were the Nordics afraid of, right? They were afraid that our technology could really fuck shit up, right? And, you know, not, I guess, what, a, a week, week and a half later, that's kind of what happened. So, interesting, right? So, well, where do we get the story from? Well, two months later, a guy named Gerald Light is going to write a letter to the head of the Southern California Metaphysical Organization in which he claims to have been at Edwards Air Force Base that evening, where he says he saw Eisenhower. He also claims that he saw an alien spacecraft and the aliens themselves. Now, I did a little bit of research on Gerald Light. There's not much out there that I could find on him, other than he's described as an elderly mystic who believes that the uh, kind of like in these out-of-body experiences that humans claim to have were, as he calls it, quote, a logical extension of the reality of life and should be treated as such. I don't know what the fuck that means, but <laughs> it's about all I can find on Gerald Blight. Okay. Now, there are two camps to this story, which is pretty simple. There is the Ike met with ETs, and there is the Ike went to the dentist. Okay. The meeting with the aliens is really kind of that theory is pushed forth by a guy named Michael Sala. He is a former American University professor uh, who now runs the Peace Ambassador Program at AU Center for Global Peace. And the Ike went to the dentist theory, surprisingly enough, is pushed forward by the Dwight D. Eisenhower uh, Library in Abilene, Kansas. So (laughs) not really surprising there. Okay. Now, that was the first of the alien meetings with Ike. And we'll get to the other one in a second. William Moore, he is a prominent California researcher. 1979, he goes, because he hears, you know, obviously in 79, this story's been around for, you know, a little over 20 years or so. So he goes to the Eisenhower Library in Abilene, Kansas, and he wants to research this theory. He wants to see if there's anything in the library that could, you know, dispel it, whatever. Is there anything there, right? Is there any there there? And in June of 79, he speaks to the dentist's widow, Dr. Purcell's wife, okay? Purcell passes away in 1974. If you were the local dentist and you had the United States president as a patient, I would imagine this would be kind of like an unforgettable experience, right? Like this would be something that you would probably tell your kids about. I don't know, maybe tell your wife about, right? Um, I don't know, tell people about, okay? Oddly enough, she has no recollection. She can't recall any specifics relating to her husband's alleged dental fixing of Dwight D. Eisenhower's mouth. Um, She was, though, able to recall that she was, she and her husband, husband, by presidential invitation, 
they were in attendance at a steak fry the following evening, so the evening of February 21st, um, where her husband was introduced as, quote, the, pre- the dentist who had treated the president. Okay, we've got that so far. Make sense? Okay. okay. Problem yes, is, all right, so the inconsistency there, so Moore looks at this and he's like, all right, something's up with this story, right? It doesn't really make sense. She was at a dinner, but she does not recall her, dent- or her dentist husband doing any work on the president. So Moore concludes that the dental story is a ruse, right? Uh, it's a cover-up. Something was happening, right, that Eisenhower wasn't at the dentist that evening. It's also reported that he got home from the dentist at dawn the next day. So he's whisked away at 8 p.m., right? People don't know where he is. Reports come out that he's dead, right? And so like this is like a total clusterfuck all within itself. And then by dawn the next morning, he's home. You guys ever had a cap put on your tooth? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I've had caps put on my teeth. Now, let's think about it. It's February, right? When generally is dawn in February? Around, I don't know, like 6.30 a.m.? Sure. Yeah, probably 6.30. Yeah. Between... So <clears throat> we're talking about, what, 11 hours to put a cap on a tooth? Like, that's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, I don't know, it really doesn't Pretty add busy. up very much to me. Maybe there was some good conversation going on. Who knows? (laughs) You never know. (laughs) Tell me some more stories, please, President, right? So he continues his research, and he also uncovers a couple of more facts that are kind of inconsistent with this dentist story. The first is that the library maintains an extensive index of records relating to all the president's health. You you go to any presidential library, you're going to get an extensive, right? You'll find everything about the president's health. There's no record of any dental work having been done at all in February of 1954. Um, there is a file of all dentists that have ever worked on President uh, Eisenhower while he was the president. Purcell does not come up in anything. Nothing. No presidential records of this man nor this visit. Secondly, there's also a large file that contains all sorts of acknowledgments and thank yous that were sent by the White House to people who had something to do with the Palm Springs trip, okay? There are people that were that sent flowers, uh, people that he met on an airplane, um, people he played golf with, right? Uh, a thank you letter to the minister that did the whole church sermon the next day, right? Um, nothing. There is no acknowledgement at all of anything being sent to the, quote, dentist who treated the president, okay? So, again, he writes this guy, this guy, Gerald uh, Light, he writes this letter, um, a couple months later, right? He claims that he sees this, the, the the aliens, the, the the spacecraft, um, and so this, according to Sala, is not the last time that Eisenhower met with aliens. I alluded to that earlier. Later in 1954, uh, Ike apparently reaches a deal with another race of extraterrestrials known as the Greys. You guys ever hear the Greys? Yeah. Mike, you've never heard of the Greys? No. They're like that's like, like classic alien. Yeah, right? your classic little gray alien. Oh, oh, those. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't realize oh, those Greys. Yeah, sure. Yes, those those Greys. Those Greys. I, I thought you meant the other Greys. <laughs> so apparently, the terms of this treaty is that the Greys would be allowed to capture cattle and humans for medical experiments only if they return the humans safely home and otherwise 
they will keep peace with the Earthlings and that we can get, uh, you know, some technology, some tech from them. Um, and so at this point, uh, essentially giving carte blanche to the Greys to kidnap millions of humans and Americans um, and uh, cattle mutilations, right? Alien abductions, crop circles within the United States, right? That is the second, uh, you know, treaty, the second deal, apparently, that Ike makes with the aliens. Now, oddly enough, I did some numbers by abductions. According to journalist C.D.B. Bryan, 73% of all reported alien encounters in the United States describe gray aliens, okay? And that is a significantly higher proportion than other countries. So what are the numbers from the other countries, okay? Australia, 50%. Uh, continental Europe, 48%. 12% in the United Kingdom. So um, these reports include mainly like two distinct Groups of greys at different height. Uh, these reports are often very, very traumatic. Uh, they are similar to sexual assault on a level of trauma and distress. Um, the emotional impact of these abductions uh, can be as great as combat, again, or sexual abuse, right? Other traumatic events. They often describe the greys as staring into the eyes of abductees, right? Um, and kind of giving them hallucinogenic states. Uh, while provoking different emotions, right, to kind of uh, do what they need to do, right? So, I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, there's there's my story of, of, of Eisenhower with the aliens. He goes there to meet the Nordics. They want us to suspend our nuclear program. We say no. Uh, they're afraid that we're going to do something bad a week and a half later. That happens. And then later on in the year, we meet with another set of extraterrestrials, the Greys who offer us technology, and essentially that they won't kill us. Uh, in exchange, they can have cattle and people as long as they give the people back. I don't know. Where do you guys think? Joe, I kind of feel like you're going to be like, no, I don't believe it. <laughs> Obviously, I don't, but it's a good story. But I'll, I'll, start, I'll, I'll turn to so Mike first. Believable. Right. Totally <laughs> believable. I, I get it. I'm in. Are, are, like, are you serious? Well, or, okay. Or... All right. Well, no. Okay. Well, I think we should start with this. Let's go around the table. Who believes okay. in aliens? I do. You know, that I, I think that's the first thing. So, Dan, you believe in aliens. Joe, do you believe in aliens? Uh, I am undecided, as we discussed last time. Okay. Yes. So, um, Mike, what about you? I, and I agree. I, I, I agree. I feel just like Joe. I'm undecided because I would love to see actual proof. Like if I saw something come down, I'm like, okay, well, this is real. But I think the likelihood is much higher than there not being anything else out in the galaxy or the universe for that matter. So I do not think that we are alone. Okay. Um, I just don't know if anything's ever made it here. So I, I, I would hope so. Do you guys remember Mr. Lolo? Yeah. Earth science familiar. teacher? Earth science teacher? Yes. Lyndon Earth, Earth High School? Teacher. Yes. Yep. Mr. Richard Lolo, who's a bald man and he used to wear uh, lots of um, turtlenecks and so he looked like a broken condom. You guys remember that? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Lolo, an earth science teacher. And I always remember this. Wow. I always remembered that he, I mean, he said, and it, it, it made sense to me. He said the, what is it? The most self-centered thing a human could think is that we are literally the center of the universe, right? That all intelligence oh, yeah. is, revolves around us. And I, it always stuck with me. 
um, the Drake equation. Do you guys ever mm -hmm. come across the Drake equation? Right? Yeah. Mathematically yes. speaking, literally mathematically impossible for us to be the only life, right? Math numbers repeat, right? There has to be repetition. There are billions of planets in the Milky Way. And then there are billions of solar systems, right? And billions of galaxies. You, you, I mean, so I'm not trying to convince you. I'm just going on the idea that there's no fucking way that there yeah, can't be Yeah, this is what Mike life. and I went into. Ex yes. Okay. This is what Mike and, and I went into in the last with episode. With the Goldilocks. Yes. And the Goldilocks. The, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And for our listeners at home, Smith has that episode has not been released yet, and Smith hasn't heard it. I have not. So heard yeah, that we one. are on the same page. We are on the same page about that part. I'll, I'll give you that. Yes. We we do yeah. agree about that. Okay. Now the let me, hold, prospects hold on, let me, of hold on hold on hold on, hold on hold on hold on let me let me Michio Kaku, right? Uh, Michio very Kaku. well known. Yes, very well known um, uh, physicist, right? Super super smart guy. Um, he's got great hair, uh, and he also uh, works uh, uh, in the the New York school system uh, for for education, uh, the New York colleges. Um, we'll shout out there. Uh, Michio Kaku says the, what is it? We got the, our current estimates of the, uh, lifespan or the age of the universe is what? 13 billion years, something along those lines. Okay. Yep. The earth yep. is supposedly around 4 billion years, right? So I'm yes. not a math guy, but I feel like that's like 9 million, 9 billion years. Okay. That the universe had on the earth. Yep. What if there was a civilization Right, who had made technological advances even before the Earth was created. What is to say that they would not have the technology to get here? Right, we don't know. Possibility, right? And you sure. guys are saying, like, you know, it's certainly a possibility. Mm -hmm. Um, and I and I tell my, <laughs> I convinced a bunch of my students that Bigfoot was real because he is. Um, <laughs> but. I would it's a say, different episode. <laughs> yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, I would say there is much more proof that proves aliens have been here that they haven't, or than they haven't been here. And the reason being is, look, we all know that technology now you can doctor. I mean, videos and 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 you know, there's tons of fakes, guaranteed, hundred percent. Okay. But can we say with 100% certainty that every piece of footage, everything that has ever shown a UAP flying, the fact that our government essentially has recognized them as being in our airspace, can we say with 100% certainty that every single one of those pieces of evidence is fake? No. I don't think we can. So what's, what I'm saying is I believe that there is more evidence that points that they have been here than they haven't been here. Right, because the proof that they haven't been here is literally somebody just saying they haven't been here. There's no proof. You can't prove that. But there's a shit ton that proves they absolutely have. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely. I agree. Yes. That's all I'm saying. However, however Go ahead. Go ahead. You can't <laughs> it's it's almost more impossible to prove something doesn't exist. Sure. Then to prove it does exist, right? Fair enough. There's there's a fallacy there. I I'll give you that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I however, I but it if, I, I if gotcha. someone is going to make the argument that something doesn't exist, do they not have to prove that argument? Right. I mean, it goes both ways. That's a philosophical right? debate. Okay. 
Sure. Right. I mean, you know, like if I'm going to go to court and someone's accusing me of murder, what do my lawyers have to do? They have to present a case that I didn't. Right. Reasonable doubt. They have to prove enough evidence or show enough evidence that I did not commit the crime. I know you're innocent until proven guilty, but we know how our system really works. Right. The prosecution is going to present the evidence. And then my job, my lawyers, their job is to disprove right, that story, poke holes in it, provide just enough reasonable doubt in the, the minds of the jury to acquit me. So my point is simply saying so nope. what you're saying is if the glove doesn't fit then you must acquit <laughs> that's what i heard it worked <laughs> that's all i heard it worked you know um so i don't know at least let, let's go around the table here can we at least agree that he definitely didn't go to the dentist i mean is that <laughs> I, I think i'll agree with that yes you, you can get I'll that agree with he was not at the dentist <laughs> he was not at the dentist right i mean Look, you, you're the president of the United States. You break a cap. Um, I don't think you need to be whisked away in the middle of the night to go to an, a, a secluded dentist somewhere to fix your tooth. You can get that guy to come there, or you could just go, right? But, I, you know, 11 hours later, that's a long dentist appointment. I don't know. I'm not buying it. So I'm just wondering. I think an easy way to solve this problem and get the true story is what if we have the body exhumed mm. and examine those teeth? Right. There you go. Let's get on it. Please don't do that. Do not blame us for doing that. We are not involved. If anybody well, does I think this, that's a, to do that. I think it's a completely reasonable request. It's an easy way to solve. Very reasonable. Yeah. Very reasonable that the United States government exhumes a dead president. Things. You know. Yeah, I think we can just get him exhumed, right? Uh, dig him. This up, episode has gone. <laughs> it's all <two> around. <laughs> well, I did not know we were body. going here tonight. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's not like, you know, shouldn't be out of the realm of fucking possibilities, right? I mean, come on now. The Eisenhowers are still uh, around. They asked his no son. No one's going to want to believe. Yeah. Well, they asked his son, and um, his son, I think they emailed him about if he had, you know, if his father had told him anything. And his son gave a a, a, a pretty, you know, unequivocal answer of just no. Yeah, because he's an alien. Uh, Could be. Probably. Well, I mean, it, you can't tell them stuff. Majestic 12 and the men in black, they'll fuck you up, man. Like, they'll oh, yeah. take your shit, dude. So, I don't know. I believe that something happened. Uh, I believe, I don't believe he, he broke his tooth eating chicken. I don't believe that. Um, but I do believe he, he went somewhere. I believe, now the initial reports came out too, and it, stories have changed, that he actually went there to go and view the bodies from the 47 crash in Roswell. Uh, so there's a possibility of that. Um, but, I mean, let's be honest. We, we Many, many, many UFO or UAP sightings happen around nuclear sites, around military sites. Um, a couple of years before that, actually, I think it was the year before that, is the, the massive sighting over the White House. Do you guys ever read that story? Yeah. Multiple UFOs no. over two weekends in July uh, in 1953. It might have been 52, um, where UFOs were reportedly Wait, seen what? by hundreds and hundreds of people over the White House. And then, what, a year and a half later, the United States president is said to be meeting with UFO aliens? I mean, come on, man. It adds up. I mean, shit. I don't know. I'm just wondering where the aliens got his address from. I don't know. Like, how do they know exactly where to go? They're smart. The Washington yeah. Monument, the big. There's a big, like, penis monument. Just follow I, that. Duh. White House is right next door. <laughs> I mean, oh, can, considering, <laughs> you know, 
I mean, you know, I mean, we have, we are the offspring of alien DNA uh, research projects. Um, I'm sure they've probably been following the story a little bit. Mike, you look surprised. Like it's common knowledge. I thought. You know? <laughs> I don't know, but it's that is common knowledge. That is the story of Eisenhower and the UFOs. Look, I'm not going to say he didn't. I don't, you know, the story, is there a 100% way to prove that he did? No. Um, but uh, I know what I want to believe is I want to believe. Um, hmm. But uh, I'm not, I'm saying, let me put it this way. It's not impossible. It's, it, it can't. Oh, nothing's impossible. It's not impossible. Right, it, there's a possibility. So, yeah, I'm saying. Can we go a little chance. bit back on uh, Eisenhower? I got a little bit more about him actually yeah, before go, he go. was president. Sure. Um, as a general during World War II, he was he actually produced memos uh, uh, verifying that pilots, U.S. pilots, were encountering uh, this famous term now called Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. That's where the term Foo Fighters came from. Yep. And they were these unknown objects that the, the pilots were actually experiencing yes. in air. They thought they were uh, enemy craft. They didn't. They would get too close to them, and they would have engine failure, mm -hmm. things like that. So there were reports of these uh, UFOs slash Foo Fighters that yeah. came from Eisenhower um, from a military standpoint. So yeah. that that's a Absolutely. fact. Those those things were produced. That was real. Yes. They don't and know what they were though. We were very. Uh... We were adamant at first that they were enemy aircraft, and then, um, you know, reports came out from German uh, pilots as well that they were experiencing the same thing, and they saw the very same thing. And oddly enough, in the Black Forest, not too far from Berlin, uh, prior, I think it was like 32, 1932 or so, there is a, there, that's Germany's Roswell, where a UFO went down in the Black Forest outside of Berlin. I think it's like 1932 or so. And there are stories of reverse engineering of alien aircrafts there as well. Um, so, you know, it's very, very interesting. But, yes, you're absolutely right. There are tons of uh, purported re or reports of UAPs. That's, that's the new term. UAP is unidentified aerial phenomenon. That is the um, the term that the government has now latched onto to kind of separate uh, from the, uh, I don't know, the preconceived notion of using the term UFOs. Um, the tin hats and all that stuff. Uh, so it's sort of interchangeable now. Um, but that's the official term that, that, that goes along with it. So I don't know. I think I think the Eisenhower story is very interesting. I've known about the story for years. Uh, it interests me quite a bit. I don't think it's crazy. I don't. I think... It's a cool story. It's a very yeah. cool story. It is. I mean, is. I think, you know, it's it's... If it's a possibility and UFOs were here and governments knew about them for quite some time. I mean, you look at Project Blue Book, you know, the government spent millions of dollars and decades researching, you know, UFOs uh, and, and or UAPs, whatever you want to call them. Um, and I think if it, you know, look, if you're a government, you want to be first, right? You want to be first to make contact. You want to be the first to make a deal, especially you want to get that deal before the Russians do. So I don't think it's, uh, I think, you know, geopolitically speaking, if the opportunity arose and I'm President Eisenhower, I'm jumping on that bus real quick. I'm going to be the first one to go meet them and I'm going to make the deal. And if I got to sacrifice some people and they, as long as they get returned, hey man, that's cool. Um, but again, I do find it interesting that the percentage of gray alien ab uh, uh, abductees 
is considerably higher in the United States. That's pretty weird. I think that kind of goes along with it. I don't sure. know. Just saying. Don't say sure. That's a thing. It's a, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a number. Damn it. It's cute. So, it's cute when you try to use statistics to prove alien encounters. I like it. Good job. It's but it's <laughs> it's it's data, Joe. It's it's data and it's numbers and you and you can't dispute that. <laughs> All right, that's what I got. What do you guys got? What are you bringing it to the table? What you got? Camp, you're up next. We'll go camp and then Am we'll I play next? mice game. Yeah, go for it. You got you got Carter, right? All right, sure. All right, let's go. All right, so Jimmy Carter, uh, probably one of the. I, in my opinion, one of the most underrated presidents. He doesn't get a lot of credit, but the more I learn about him, even outside of this research, I, I was learning about him in, in science. Um, so he goes to the U.S. Naval Academy for college. Uh, he joins the Navy during World War II, and he gets uh, introduced into the submarine program. And by going into that, he's trained in nuclear physics and nuclear reactors. And I'm only telling you that for two reasons. Number one, he's an educated person. He's not, you know, a country bumpkin like people play him off to be. Yeah, he's the, the peanut farmer. Yeah, just a peanut farmer. Though this guy is actually, you know, he's educated. Mm-hmm. He he knows his stuff. And number two, in um, 1979, when the, the incident at Three Mile Island happens, yep. which was a nuclear reactor, you had Jimmy Carter there on the ground, which was pretty cool. But that's another story. Um so Carter is governor of Georgia before he becomes president. And in 1969, he's at a rally in January and he's with about 20 to 30 supporters and they're outside and, and he's giving a talk and someone nudges him and points to the sky and he notices a, uh, a, a UAP and he, and all these people see it with him and he describes it as this, um, like this object that doesn't look like it's solid, but it's kind of just morphing and changing colors. It's moving back and forth a little bit. It's as bright as the moon was that night. And it sort of sort of comes close to them and then it just disappears very quickly. Um, but that had a very profound impact on Carter. And he said afterwards that he, you know, he wouldn't laugh at people when they brought up UFO phenomena after that, he was, it was something that, that affected him and, and he wasn't really sure what it was. Um, and it becomes part of his campaigning and he starts to say, yeah. you know, if I get elected as president, I'm going to look into this. I'm going to look into these files. I'm going to open up these files. Uh, so he does, he gets elected president, he becomes president and he says, okay, let's open up the UFO files and he goes to the CIA, and the CIA says, nope. And the better part of that story is, who was the CIA director when Carter was president? Mike. Uh, that would be uh, George Bush. That's right. George Bush Sr. Yep. It always goes back he to is. the Bush family on this Bush. podcast. <laughs> yeah. So I found that really cool. But yeah. Can I, can I interject real quick? There is a story concerning the story that you just told where I, I do not remember who the individual was, but there is a story that the CIA did give him a bit of information. Did you come across that at all? Yes. Uh, if I think I, I think I know the one you're talking about, that he gets a little bit of information and he is seen um, in the Oval Office at his desk 
with his head in his hands and he's and he's weeping. He's crying. He is sobbing. Um, yes. People don't know what it was about, but yes. Yeah. Now the, the story goes. Yes, the story goes that what he now Carter is a deeply religious man, and uh, the story goes when he gets that information. He is seen weeping at his desk, and what he says is uh, something to the effect of, um, like, everything we thought was wrong. Like, everything we thought was wrong. And it, uh, it certainly, it, it, like, almost fractures his belief in religion. It really eps his head yeah. up pretty badly. Um, yeah, that's a crazy story as well. Uh, there's been quite a few presidents, you're right, that have promised, we're going to go in, we're going to go talk about it. Clinton was another one, and yep. Clinton was asked. Don't, don't ruin my game. Don't ruin my game. Oh, Mike's got Clinton. Got okay. Mike's got a game. Okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's a crazy story. Now, did you also, it's totally off the rails, totally different story. Did you read the story about Carter when there was another nuclear meltdown, I believe in Canada, and they had to lower somebody into a reactor to fix something inside, and the person that they lowered into it was Jimmy Carter. He was like 23 years old. Um, and that dude like rolled up his sleeves and like got <laughs> lowered into a nuclear reactor and fixed it because he, he exactly like you said, he was well versed. Yeah. He knew what to do. He was a very, very smart, smart man. Um, now, I will say he's, a, he's literally like a superhero. Yes. Pretty much. Jimmy Carter. Yes. Now, I will say, Camp, there's not many times I disagree with you except for aliens and Bigfoot and, you know, all that <laughs> paranormal stuff. All that stuff. <laughs> I don't think he was an underrated president. I think he was a terrible president. I think he was awful. Um, I mean, you look as at a, you know, yes, I know, as like in terms of his, uh, his policy, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. energy policies, all that stuff. But I will, I will absolutely die in the hill that he is the greatest human being that has ever held the the, the office of the president. Mm. Um, he's, he's a damn good man. The man yeah. is unbelievable. He went back to his. Yeah old house right that's where he lived Ro Ro rosalind just died but he lived with his wife on the peanut farm after being the president would walk down the street every sunday go to his neighbor's house have dinner drink at a red solo cups right accompanied by the secret service um he is the president <laughs> that has cost the united states government the least amount of money in protection and taxes than any other president ever because he went back that's to a cool simple sign. life yeah just lived a simple life went back to just Living in a normal house. You ever Google Jimmy Carter's house? It's like fucking just a normal house on the street. Um, and obviously everybody knows, right? Habitat for Humanity. The guy goes and builds houses for yeah. poor people. Like, that's crazy. Um, and he's, yeah. what, 99 years old or is 100 years old? 99, yeah. He's going to turn 100 uh, this October, I believe. Yeah. Hopefully he makes it. Yeah, he's he... still alive as of the recording of this uh, episode. Yeah. It was last year <clears throat> he fell like fucked his face up really bad and like yeah. a week later was back building houses like with a massive bruise on his face like dude who are you right like that's crazy yeah. the, the great in my opinion like i said the greatest human being to ever hold the office all right um we could do a whole episode on on jimmy carter all right sure mike what you got buddy so as i told you i, I even told joe about it last week when we recorded and i said i got a little bit of a game for you when we do this episode so my game for you is of the presidents that we have or had what are their views on aliens and what do you think they've actually said 
any information that they've actually released. All right. All right. Okay. Are you asking okay. us, or or do you have? Are you going to give oh, us a list? No, we're going to we're going we're going to go down the list. All right, go. Awesome. Okay, well, we'll have a little discussion about each one of them. Sure. Yeah. So we're going to start more recent. Okay, you're going to come down the rabbit hole with me. You're going to come through the whole mind process that this <laughs> went through. Sweet. So I was like, okay, well, okay, who's the president? We have Joe Biden. So what do you think? What did Joe Biden say about aliens? That's actually one I did not come across, so I'm interested. No, me neither. Um, do you have like a multiple choice? Oh no, it's it's what you know. What's his belief? Does he does he believe in aliens? Does he have any? Like a yes, no, maybe. Does he say anything about it? <laughs> I I'm gonna go with he does. I'm gonna say he's open minded enough to say that there's probably intelligent life out there. So he hasn't actually publicly addressed this issue at all. Okay, but. One of the things I think that we should really think about and we'll look back at at some point in time is, you guys remember what happened last year? What did we find floating around in the sky? Oh, the uh, the balloon? Balloons. It wasn't just one. Oh, happened yes, multiple the, times. They shot them down over yeah. like fucking shot Montana and stuff. You're right. So, okay. And what and what happened with those? Nobody knows. Oh, that's right. We don't talk about it. We, <laughs> we shot something down. <laughs> We blame, China. We, blame we blame China. We blame China for, for, for spy balloons. It's right, and then we know, said, oh, "That's it. It's all done." Not for nothing, man. It's twenty. Now it's twenty twenty four. But when that happened, it was twenty twenty three. Are we really trying to say that that China, the most technologically advanced nation on the earth, is still sending <laughs> fucking sending hot air balloons? Fucking balloons. <laughs> Come on, Wait, really? That we can shoot down thing. with a fucking rifle, like. And it was over the United States for but days. People were like, it was a whole Twitter fight. People were like, don't you? Well, yeah, okay. So if you think about it, so we shot these balloons down, and then what happened? Nothing. 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 We didn't go to, we didn't go to recovery? We, we wagged our finger at China, and we said, don't do that again. Don't you send those balloons over here. That was, that was what we did. We said, we're, we're, we're keen to your ways. Yeah, yeah, you're tomfoolery. Oh, interesting. It makes me think. Well, when when have we ever just left something alone? <laughs> Why would we leave it alone? Why would we not go further and say, okay, here, here are pictures of what we found. Mm -hmm. But as everything goes right now, we just chose to accept the fact that they shot it down. And it's over and done with. It was a yeah. quote unquote a balloon. Yeah. It was a balloon. I don't know, man. Good Nothing point. was said about it after. Interesting point. Or, 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 and I, and I hate to go down this way, but, or maybe it was just a balloon and that's why we don't talk about it. I don't know. It could go that way too. Yeah. Okay. Come on, man. It wasn't just one <laughs> okay. balloon too. It was like one was multiple balloons. And it was like successive weeks. It was like, it kept happening. It was like, it was another yeah. balloon. Yeah, only, like, only in that time frame. Yeah. Like what the yeah. fuck is going on? Why are there so many balloons flying over my I door? pictured, I pictured like some evil villain living on an island by himself curling his mustache and he's like there we go i sent the balloon i've got them now <laughs> i'll get you now and we're like send, yeah, we're sending fighter jets and destroying them that's right <laughs> but if i remember correctly it was like a balloon like we were tracking it like the santa tracker like over yes. <laughs> and it was just like people were like fucking burger shoot that shit man <laughs> that's right okay i do remember that yeah, uh, okay call. So Joe okay. Biden is quiet about it. That makes sense, yeah, because okay. I don't think I've heard anything. 
All right, keep going. Okay, so let's 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 roll it back further. President Donnie before J. him, Donnie J. I do remember. So, Trump, what do you think? Trump stated that he was going to try to release files for it. Uh, that was one of the the campaign promises that he made, um, uh, along with building a wall and I don't know doing a bunch of other stupid shit. Um, he obviously, uh, I don't know, I don't I don't think he released much personally, right? Uh, no, no. I know. Well, I mean, he, like, we did have a big know. CIA dump last year, um, massive CIA yeah. dump. But that's you know, the president wasn't behind it. But go ahead. So his personal belief is he does um, believe in in aliens. Okay. Um, but as far as once he became president, there was very little information that was released. Um, and even you know, his whole thing was you know he wanted to disclose everything that happened at Roswell. That was his big thing when he was campaigning. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys everything. I'm gonna get that information. I'm gonna share it. Nothing ever came of it. Yeah, he pulled the Carter. So, yeah, yeah. kind of disappointed. Mm-hmm. So, roll it back a little further. Barack Obama. Who do we got? Barack Obama. Okay. What does he say? What do you guys think? I th- I seem to remember him saying something like, "Yeah, like we're gonna get to the bottom of this," and kind of the same story, and then nothing happened. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But his, right. his thing is um, he believed that there should be a lot more transparency about what's going on, things that we're seeing and the things that we have, you know, claimed to see. Um, he He's a believer. Okay. And, and you'll start to notice a trend in the belief system just in political view. You'll start to see some consistencies of what these people felt based off their uh, political background. Okay. Huh. So, um, but he's very, and he was very big into helping propel us back into space. He thought it was a big thing for us to get back out there, to get us back into space, get us back to the moon, get us to Mars. That was a big push by him. So yet again, a believer, mm-hmm. and he felt that we should be going further. So, sure. But no solid evidence cool. released. Okay. No solid evidence released, but obviously, and I think we'll get to the bottom of it that no one is going to release this information. No, not yet. No president. I, I, I believe no president has that power. The CIA yeah. is not going to let that happen. Not what we are seeing specifically over the last few months in the UFO community. Um, I don't consider myself a, a active member of the UFO community. Like I'm not a member of MUFON or anything like that. Uh, but you know, I do, follow it very closely you know there's the the whole peruvian invasion that was taking place over the summer right there's a ton that was some that was some crazy shit um however but like what we are like i was saying before we are seeing what many people believe is the lead up to or the closest we've been to disclosure by the united states government and um it seems to have certainly slowed down quite a bit uh, over the last few months but a tip and um, Lou Elizondo and there's you know a ton of guys that have come out. Lou Elizondo is is top dog in in that community. If you guys are not familiar with ATIP, uh, he headed that 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 department that project for many many years and has kind of come out as a whistleblower on on what he has found. Um, you get the Tic Tac video. You guys ever see the Tic Tac video? You've never seen the Tic Tac video. All right, what you need to do is I I hate to say it, but YouTube the Tic Tac video. The Tic Tac video was released by the Navy, by the United States government. Type in Tic Tac video. It'll come up. 
and it's like legit video uh, from an aircraft carrier, uh, from planes that took off of an aircraft carrier. I want to say it's off the coast of California. Um, it might have been the coast of the, the East Coast. I don't remember exactly. Um, the Nimitz, I believe it was the SS Nimitz was the name of the carrier that they came off of. And uh, you, you remember like the whole disclosure hearings that they had with, um, you know, in the, during yeah. the summer? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That was the main piece was the Tic Tac video. They have released multiple videos, about three or four of them, of the United States government releasing footage of pilots chasing shit where the pilots are like, what the hell is that? And it's these things are moving at supersonic speeds that human beings can't travel in. Like it would splatter our guts and our brains against the wall. You know what I'm saying? So the Tic Tac video is pretty crazy stuff. So the, sorry, I didn't mean to take over, but yeah, it's there's a lot of talk, a lot of belief that the United States government is um, setting us up for disclosure um, to kind of avoid that the the mass hysteria that they believe would take place. All right, George Bush, we move it on the Bush. George W. What do you guys think? Bush. Well, I don't think um, he understands how planes work, so I don't I don't buy any of that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think he's confused by weather balloons. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that and, too. And bright things in the sky. Yes, I think that's, I think he's very confused by those things. Um, I want to say, I feel like he's a believer. I don't know. I feel like he's a believer. No, he's not. No. 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 Nope. He never addressed it. I think his deep religious beliefs uh, as, as a quote unquote Christian would maybe bar him from believing. Okay. All right. Mm. So, but nothing on so it. He, so it could be what we just don't know. Yeah, he just didn't address it at all. It's kind of like it never happened. Mm. What's an alien? <laughs> well, yeah. considering that you I know, that, um, that's really how you sum up his entire presidential sure. eight years. But I mean, considering just, he he had like a blur. He had <laughs> Emperor Palpatine as his fucking vice president. Uh, he would absolutely have to believe in aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, oh boy. Okay. All right. On to what? Uh, on to Clinton. The Clintons. As I so? stated before, Clinton was very similar to the "I'm going to get to the bottom of his stuff." He read the famous letter yeah. out um, at a rally, and and the subject of UFOs and alien life. Yes. Yes. Um, he mentioned in an interview that he would inquire about the information regarding UFOs, but he said that there was no evidence found. Um, you know, he kept on going further with it. He's been pretty open about investigations. You know, he sent people there to find out what's going on at Area 51. Um, and it was funny, like, I w was listening to an interview, and he's like, yeah, I can't tell you what we found. Mm. And then they were, like, joking around. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, it's just, you know... It, Area 51 is this, you know, it's a naval base and, you know, it's just where we, you know, keep a lot of our weapons and we do a lot of testing, but oh, there's no aliens there. So he was like willing to say, hey, you, we do some crazy stuff there, but nothing with aliens. Well, look, at this point, guys, there's nothing in Area 51. It's all in Area 52 at this point. Like <laughs> fucking everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like they're not dumb enough to keep it in Area 51. It's not a secret anymore. <laughs> Everyone knows so, about it. It's all fifty two and fifty three at this point. Yeah. 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 Come on, guys. But I think I think that's pretty funny that you know yeah. he was willing to go out out there and talk about well, it a little bit more than he, as you see the guys that came after him just really didn't have much. No. Did you ever see him though read the letter to the little boy or girl? 
like do you ever see that like he's at like a he's given like a speech and it's like a it's kind of like a you know like yes virginia there is a santa claus like he like reads this letter to like little johnny or something and he's like no johnny aliens did not fall in roswell and it's like oh well, that's no. interesting. I'd like to hear yeah, that. No. Yeah, go look it up. It's the Bill Clinton speech on, on Roswell. It's, it's, it's a small blip, yeah. Um, so are, are we going back further to... Uh, um, going back further. Where'd you go? We, go, we keep going down the rabbit hole. Wait, wait till you see where my mind went with it all. All right, so we all went right, so to... HW. So, we're at, so we're at HW now, yeah. HW is HW the one that scares HW. me because he's the only HW. one... He fucking knows. He, he knows, knows. He knows more than anybody about that everything motherfucker knows, because he was he a knows CIA who director. Shot Kennedy. Yeah, he knows who shot yes. Kennedy. That yes. motherfucker knows yeah, everything. Sure. Yeah. Um, so if any, if he's gonna probably say no, but I, I am fully convinced he knows way more than yeah. anybody in the government ever did know. He's the one that yeah. was censoring things. Absolutely. If he but says anyway. no, he's a he's a goddamn liar. <laughs> He did not publicly express a strong opinion about alien encounters or alien life during his presidency. He didn't make any definitive statements or address the topic even after the fact. He has pretty much no opinion on the whole topic. Mm. Mm. Well, because if you did, he'd have you killed. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, no, because, I, listen, he has access. He could have opened the floodgate of information, but he said no. That, though. I'm not going to. Yeah. And and if you I think if someone would have questioned him, he'd just be like, okay, next question. Yeah. Yes. He would just <laughs> That's pass exactly. right over. Like it never Barb. Went. Barb. Barb, <laughs> can you answer that, Barb? <laughs> not gonna do it. Not not gonna do it. But see, like <laughs> all these other guys, all these other men became president thinking like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna fix the system. Bush Sr was the CIA director before mm -hmm. he was a vice president. He was in the shit longer than anybody else. So he didn't oh, make yeah. those fucking promises. He knew. He nope. knew everything he knew before he took the oath. You know what I mean? Yes. Yep. That's why he scared That man me. knew <laughs> everything. Yeah, he's fucking terrifying. Seriously. He's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, uh Reagan. Um Reagan. Reagan. Like Reagan, Reagan was a blue. I think there was a story with with Reagan, right? He he saw a UFO. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He was actually completely fascinated with alien life form. Project Star he Wars. He made several references. Yep. Well, Project Star Wars. What did you say? Yeah. That's Project Star Wars. That was our that was like the our, US uh, that was defense our, Star Wars. That was our missile defense system. Yeah, with Star Wars was that, you know, like essentially we were going to use oh, yeah, lasers yeah, yeah, right. to shoot down um missiles, you know. Yes. So he did. He did talk about it a lot. Talked about the concept behind it. But if do you guys remember the one speech that he made? It was a big Not speech a... that he made at the United Nations. Oh, you mean you talked about this? Much, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, and he pretty much stated the fact that if we ever were encountered by an alien life form trying to bring harm to this planet, he said you would see us all. And I'm paraphrasing, of course. The whole world would unite, and we would stop fighting amongst ourselves, and we'd be there and united as one. It shouldn't come that to bring us together. Yeah, after we talked about that, Mike, I uh, I looked a little more into that, and there was supposedly another story that he and and uh, Gorbachev had a private meeting where he asked yeah. Gorbachev uh, if we were attacked by an alien race, would would you help us? And Gorbachev is like, of course I would. And he said, so would we. 
So yeah, he was really into it. He was really thinking about it, I think. Well, I mean, yeah. look, consider oh, yeah. who his vice president was, right? I mean, right? H.W. was his vice president for eight uh, years. H.W., yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I, it wouldn't surprise me if he knew and, some shit. Yeah. And to me, I mean, I always seemed him as a... I, I always, when I think of Reagan, I always think of him as more of like a very simple man. You know, he'll, if something's, he's thinking about something, he, I always felt like he was the guy who was just going to say, hey, you know, this is what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'll just tell you without releasing private, yeah. obvious information I mean, that he couldn't talk about. Politically, but he I was a rat bastard fuckface, but, you know, um, <laughs> fuck that guy. Um, but, you know, you know, yeah, I think as far as it goes, you, you know, I see, it makes me think too, because he made that speech, you're right. Uh, that if there were hostile alien forces, right, we would unite. He creates Star Wars, where there is also a lot of speculation that Star Wars was not for fucking missile defense systems, right? If we're putting lasers around the world and around the Earth, I, right, realistically, like, yeah, that's fucking defense from something else. You know what I'm saying? He's got tinfoil on his head as he's doing that. <laughs> yeah, right? So, which leads me to believe that I think he found out something from Bush, and Bush knew some shit, um, I mean, then there is, oh, you know, plenty of speculation about, I mean, there's, there is said to be multiple, multiple alien species that have visited this earth. And we know of many of them. We know of about 12 to 13 of them. Um, and some are not friendly. And, and, and maybe that's what he's referring to, you know, and, and I don't know. Interesting. All right. So are we going back further? Cause we know we talked about Carter. Well, then I started going. I'm like, okay, we talked about Carter. I'm like, okay, then who is who am I interested in? Who would I really want to know what they thought about? Washington. So I started thinking of some prominent presidents that were, I think were good presidents. So the next one that came to my mind, John F. Kennedy. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So what do you guys think? Kennedy. Uh, I think Aliens, Kennedy was alien. open-minded. I think he was open-minded. Literally. Sorry. That was bad. Oh, um, shit. <laughs> wow! Oh my god! What? <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> I I have um I have president socks. In fact, oh. I'm wearing them. I'm wearing a pair right now. I'm wearing my George Washington socks right now. Um, but I have dual jokes that I'll tell my students. Like I I have a pair of Lincoln socks and a pair of Kennedy socks. And depending on which one I'm wearing, like I'll show my kids, and they're like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, I had to return my first pair. They had a hole in them, and uh. <laughs> They're oh. like they're like Smith. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, I think he was. Oh my god! I think anyway. he was open. To, I think he was open to the idea. I don't know. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, I don't Even recall say him again. saying anything, uh, but I I would agree with that. So I mean, think about what what happened when Kennedy was in office. Well, I mean, you got the space yeah, race going on. All right, we're Where we're going to get to the moon in this decade or the next. Yeah, into the moon. Mm hmm. Yeah, exactly. So you're talking about a man who's so interested sure. in space and what what else is out there. So clearly he had a belief that there's something out there. Sure. He knows something. He was he was so um, interested so he, he was willing to work with Nazis to get us to the moon. I mean <laughs> he did. <laughs> Werner von Braun was a straight oh Nazi, yep. you know. So anyway, sorry, continue. We expressed curiosity about space exploration and the possibility of alien life form. He reportedly asked the CIA to share the information about UFOs. But there was no concrete evidence that suggests he had any definitive um, 
opinions on alien encounters, okay. whether or not they were real. Um, but he was a believer in them. And they shot him. <laughs> Maybe that's why they shot him. Maybe. I think he was going to blow the lid off. Him, and so they blew, they blew the lid off of him. Oh. 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 God. <laughs> My Lord. Oh, God. We were so close. We had one shot. Oh. Or was it three? I don't know. Was it from the grassy knoll? I don't, I don't know. know. I stood at the grassy knoll actually once. I did. I did. At Dealey Plaza, I was there. <sighs> Anyways, I'm sorry. Uh, all right, so if we are we going back further? Because okay. we just did Eisenhower, who was prior to Kennedy. Yeah, I kept, I kept going down the rabbit hole. I'm like, all right, let's, let's fucking keep all going. Right. Who Eisenhower, else would I want to know what they're talking about? Eisenhower. Right. I knew what Eisenhower said. I was like, okay, we're going back. Who's a great president? In my opinion, probably the best president. Taft. <laughs> William Howard Taft, of course. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Truman? Uh, he the fattest? It was Grover Cleveland the Cleveland. fattest president? Cleveland. Cleveland was the fattest Cleveland. one. Yeah. Yes. Um, That's always. Are, are you going? That. Are you going to Lincoln? Going to Lincoln. All right. Lincoln, you know, eighteen hundreds. When it, when know, UFO was in the eighteen hundreds. Yes, there was absolutely hundred percent. Yes. Again, Lincoln. I'm going to say was so... very open minded. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the joke just keeps hitting. Oh. <laughs> Keeps hitting. Oh my gosh. Right between the eyes. <laughs> oh. Oh God. Alright, so Lincoln talked to aliens? No. So what do you think? Believer, not believer? Did he say anything about aliens? Um, I, I feel like he didn't say anything about aliens. I think he had enough on his plate with the Civil War. I don't know. I feel like that's yeah, where I his attention was. He was pretty preoccupied with slavery, yeah, but yeah, go ahead. I think so. <laughs> I think that was so. There is no documented evidence that suggested Abraham Lincoln had any thoughts or opinions about alien encounters yeah, or alien life. Okay. During the time he was very busy dealing yeah. with um, his primary focus was on uh, the Civil War, slavery, yeah. and preserving yeah. the Union. Sure. sure. Yeah. Thanks. So, and I said, all right, I guess my rabbit hole should stop there, right? Nope. Nope. No. <laughs> I just kept going. Now, I do so, know okay. that the, the early founding fathers were big into pluralism and duality. Uh, and it was a very common theme. It was commonly thought back then. Ben Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, um, you know, the guys that we know as the founding fathers, they absolutely spoke that there was life on other planets and there was definitely life in, in, uh, around the universe. Um, that I do know. Uh, but let's go. What do you got? Do you have anybody in particular? Who's the next greatest president ever? Before Lincoln? Number two. He's number two, I think, in my book, but he's number one on your bill. <laughs> he's number We're one everywhere else. We're going to Washington. Go, <laughs> Go to Washington. Go to Washington. Right. Am I what wrong? Because I'm pretty more, I'm pretty sure what I have read uh, was that those men were, were big into duality, the duality of life within the, the universe. But what, what do we got? So what do you think? Yes, no? I think yes. so, yes. So there is no direct evidence... <laughs> Or writings indicating George Washington's thoughts on alien encounters or extraterrestrial life. Okay. At this time, he was very consumed with um, establishing a government, a country, and yeah. freeing our country. So, therefore, he had nothing else to do. He did not even talk about it, didn't mention it. It was never documented. Who do you think funded the United States, Mike? That would be the Greys. Duh. Clearly. There is a story about um, uh, uh, Washington. That um, 
he had a dream that in this dream he is standing uh in the woods or something like that and this being of light approaches him and hands him a map and uh it's a piece of paper and he's looking at this map and the map starts off as the united states at that time which is uh from the east coast up to the mississippi river and it begins to rain and raindrops begin to fall on this map and as each raindrop falls on the map it uh, displays the name of a future city that the united states would soon come to inhabit and after all of this rain he's looking at a full map of the united states uh, with cities and names of cities all over it uh, and um, according to uh, Giorgio Sukalos on um, Ancient Aliens, uh, it was not a dream. It was he was visited by aliens. That's a cool one. I like that. Like I was I was hoping to find something. Like I was looking for like a cool story. Nothing. But yeah. actually, um, Ben Franklin, who was not uh, a uh, a president, um, he did report uh, alien sightings. So did Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson reported an alien sighting. <laughs> Tommy J, yes. Um, yeah. Didn't even think of Jefferson. I was like, man, yeah. he's not going to have any opinion on this. I think Adams was kind of like a dick, so he was just like, whatever. He was like a frumpy, fucking, you know, angry little bulldog, man. So I think he was more, yeah. you know, dealing with his... All right, well, I have, a, I have a good question to follow up. Go. Hey, but I, I have another one at the end. Mm. Oh, okay, go ahead. Sorry. And one more. Go. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I think I went too far back. I... I, I spiraled out of control on that on the research so then i was like okay well think about it well when did we really hear of the first real alien thing what started the whole craze of ufos and aliens roswell roswell Roswell, 47 so yeah i said well well it's got to be something with roswell who was the president truman 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 very good of course the history teacher knows these things so what do we think? Um, I think Truman was open minded. If he said anything, or um, I mean, it's, I, it's either going to be. Say, I think he was the I first to actually be, say something. Yeah, I think it's going to be either radio silence or he was he was into it. He was into aliens. Um, it says here that Truman was reportedly aware of certain UFO sightings during his presidency. Um, there's speculation that he was briefed on the Roswell incident. But there is no definitive evidence or personal thoughts or beliefs about aliens and alien life. Because George Bush that he ever released publicly. Yeah. George Bush. No, wasn't it Prescott? Don't do it. Don't you do it. Not going to do it. At that point in time. Yeah, it was Prescott. George was uh, was busy uh, hanging out in the the ocean at that point. Yeah. 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 To be saved. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Prescott and his Nazi buddies were all fucking, you know, the Hail Hydra and shit, you know, fucking piece of shit. Um, nice. And, I like how you went. And that's kind of where I wrapped up my. Uh, I like that. Yeah. My yeah. research on it, dude. I I think we. Uh, I think we hit this. I know I say this every fucking episode, but we hit this shit hard. Like I think we we covered like all of them. That's pretty good, except for Taft. I want to know. I want to know if Howard Taft. Well, uh, what do you guys think if you had to pick? One president that was an, that was an alien. Who would it be? Ooh. Right. That's where that's where I went a little bit thinking about that. I was like, huh, because this the my answer, the, the way this guy talks, I'm like, I think he could be. 
but I'll see what you guys say first. Let me see. Um... Like, Mark Zuckerberg is is a definite. We know that. But he was not president, thank oh, yeah. God. <clears throat> uh, I'm, I'm absolutely convinced, and I know this is not answering your question, but Ron DeSantis is absolutely a fucking alien. That guy is the most awkward human being. I'll take he has that. no idea. I'll take that. He has no idea how to act <laughs> like a human. He's got no fucking clue. Like he's an alien in human skin. He's failing miserably. Um, <laughs> he's like, hold it together. Hold it together. Hold it yeah, together. Yeah, <laughs> he's just awful. Like if you just like Google a compilation of awkward Ron DeSantis moments, you you it's it's like painful to watch. Like it's you ever see that man laugh? It's crazy. Like he's got no idea how to be a person. He's, it's like. Um. Oh my God! In Men in Black, when what's his face? What's the actor's name? I can't think of his name. Uh, D'Onofrio. Yeah, Vincent yes, D'Onofrio. Yes, Vincent D'Onofrio. He's wearing the skin, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fucking it's DeSantis, but in an even more painfully awkward way. Um, I don't know. I think all evidence would point to Franklin Pierce uh, being an alien. Yes, I think so. Franklin Pierce. There you go. That's that's my answer. Yes, Franklin or James Buchanan. James Buchanan. James Buchanan just didn't give a fuck. He he was just like, what? All right, you want to fucking everybody? You know, like people forget that half the South seceded under James Buchanan's watch. He was just like, Meh. I don't know, Lincoln. That's why that's yours, buddy. Welcome to the White House. You, you, you fuck with it. I ain't doing it. So, um, I think either Pierce or Buchanan. I don't know, that's that's my guess. Um, what do you guys got? Mike, what do you think? I know I'll get a lot of shit for it, but I'm gonna have to say Trump. That because he's answer. just a fucking weirdo. Yes, he's so weird. And I'm not talking about his politics. I'm talking about him as a person. The way he no. acts, he seems unhuman to me. What if? What if he's a sleeper cell agent, and the aliens have sent him to be the disruptor that he is to disrupt the entire world to really fucking. Uh, divide the human race as much as possible so that when they do come down, like it's it's just complete chaos before they even get here. You know what I'm saying? Well, like he's that doing a good be, job. Be yeah. a fucking brilliant. He's dude. doing great. <laughs> yeah. He's getting a he's gonna get an award or something. Yeah. Fair enough. Man, he could be an alien. And if yeah, that's and the hair. The hair is just weird. Bro, the hair, just the fucking clothing. He wears his suits understand. like two sizes too large. Oh, the, the tie Weird. goes down way too far. The tie takes two hundred pounds, really. You know, it's it's funny. Like, um, you know, we we ask my son. I, I'll ask him. I say, you know, Finn, who's who's the bad man? And he goes, Donald Trunk. And and he and he'll go. We're waiting for Donald Trunk to go to jail. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are all waiting. You're my boy. <laughs> You're my boy. Nice job, gentlemen. I think we fucking did a great Good job. job. That was fun. Episode. Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think we hit this one pretty hard. Um, great, uh, episode for, for 2024 and the, uh, that the first episode that we are recording obviously will not be the first one that is, um, uh, released in 2024. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, that was, uh, that was some good fun, gentlemen. Any last thoughts before we go, gentlemen? What do you guys thought? Eisenhower with aliens. What do you, what do you think? Possibility? Not possible. Possible. Definitely not at the dentist. Yeah, I don't think he was the dentist. Yeah, definitely not at the dentist. Oh, right. Unless they had a great conversation for 11 hours. I mean, then it totally makes sense. Who knows? Possible. Yeah. Who knows? Right. But, like you said, there's the evidence of, like, well, he sent all these gifts to these people that he interacted with. This guy gets nothing? Come on. There's no acknowledgement in the presidential library at all. This guy, the right. wife, the wife is like, I don't know. We just went to a dinner. We went to a steak fry. You know, yeah, like, yeah. 
So yeah, I don't know, man. I think it's interesting. You know, it's probably brief them and like, listen, you ever talk about this will kill you, your family and everybody, you know? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll never speak of this again. Yeah. And he said, all right. Yeah. He was here for dinner. Sure. Yeah. He said, okay, Mr. Bush, I'll, 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 I won't say anything. About it. <laughs> so, all right, gentlemen. Um, I had a lot of fun with this one. This was good. Um, good time. All right. Yes. Uh, folks, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we love you. Stay out there. Stay you. Stay weird. And remember, there's more to history than what's in the books. Adios, fuckers. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Story Of. Be sure to follow our social media accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and threads at Podcast Story Of. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a production of Unfiltered Studios. If you would like to know more about joining Unfiltered Studios, please visit our website at unfpod.com for more information.